The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Throughout history, dreamers have opened the door for positive change that reshapes the world. Our dreams and stories can also attract individual prosperity and success. Join creative artist Valerie June, Aisha Ophelia, Jacqueline Suskin, and Sarah Walco for The Power of Radical Imagination, a weekend workshop May 24th to 26th at Omega Institute in Rhinebeck, New York. Ignite your radical imagination and cultivate positive change. Learn more at eomega.org thrive. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Angels, all things paranormal. This is Angel Talk. Hi, everyone. I'm Rachel Corpus, angel communicator and psychic medium. Welcome to today's episode. We are going to hear some messages from the angels today, and then we're going to flip over and hear some messages from Sarai. It's going to be a great day. Today, I'd like to start by using one of my favorite decks called Angel Answers Oracle Cards, a 44-card deck and guidebook by Radley Valentine. I pulled this deck out because Radley Valentine now has a show on the Mind Body Spirit FM network, and it is very good. So in celebration of that, I thought we'd use one of his decks. I am going to pull three cards from the angels to get some guidance, and I'm just going to keep it simple. You know, I'm going to say, angels, what do you want to talk about? I love to do card pulls like this because I feel like it helps me get to know the angels. Angels, what do you want to talk about? Now, as I flip these cards through, I want you to know that this deck is unique because it has cards in here that are timeline cards. So some cards say in a few weeks, not right now, and some cards are yes, no cards. So you may choose to take those out before you channel, before you ask your questions, or you may leave them in. I've left them in for now, so we'll see what happens. In my estimation, in my belief, you can't pull the wrong card, so I just assume leave them in. All right, angels, what do you want to talk about today? And the first card is within the next few weeks. Didn't we just say that? Ha ha, that's funny. So they want to talk about the near future. So to start that, I hear the angels wanting me to check in with you and just say, how are you doing? How are things right now? We're moving into February. Gosh, when did that happen? Moving into February, and this is actually the time that the angels encourage us to create our resolutions. In January, it's not the best time to do a resolution because we're coming out of the year before. We're often recovering from a big holiday season. We're just getting our footing. And so the guidance here is that in the next few weeks, within the next few weeks, they want us to be mindful of our goals. They want us to set some intentions for the year ahead. Now's the time to do that. This is when they're going to stick better than if they would um, have been presented in January. So within the next few weeks, the angels are going to be listening to you, your very own angels, the archangels, the whole angelic realm, plus your beautiful family and friends on the other side. They're always present. And your fur babies over there. And of course, God creator source are listening to the intentions or goals that you set forth. 
How do you want to do that? Do you want to put them in a journal? Are you going to make a vision board? Will you sing a song about them? <laughs> I always think of my kids when they were little and they'd make songs up about so many things just walking around the house. And I think, you know, that's kind of a good way to, to manifest. How many times did they sing about going to the amusement park and then we went to the amusement park? So how are you going to do it? You're going to sing a song, write a poem, make a vision board, keep it on note cards through your meditation and your journal. But within the next few weeks, they want you to be mindful of what this next year ahead is going to be like for you. And now here's the next card. Ask your angels is the card we receive. Ask your angels. Their hope is that when you set your intentions and you begin to move forward, they are part of this journey. If you're not yet used to working with your angels, this is a great year, great time to start that relationship. Angels are always with us. You have angels that are assigned to you. Everybody has at least one. Most of us these days have two. And they are with you to help you and guide you and protect you when they can as much as possible. But hey, you know what? You also have free will. So you do have to ask them to be involved. Your angels want you to give a general request. Angels, would you help with my life? And then you know what? You're good for your whole life. You've done it. You've let them in. And then when you are working on manifesting, living your life, etc., then you can get more detailed and you can say, angels, uh, help me pay that bill, please. Angels, give me some energy for today. Angels, show me that you're here. Show me a sign. Angels are saying through this card that they want to be an active partner with you in your life. So bring them in. And here's our third card. Get more information. Ooh, 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 this year is going to be a year of learning. They say, we are going to send you information through many means. Podcasts, haha, and also great books, great YouTube videos, music, other people, teachers, ascended masters that are in the heavenly realm will be coming back through people to share through them. People will be channeling the ascended masters like Saint Germain, Jesus, Mohammed, and they say, we are going to help you get connected with this information. Perhaps set this as an intention that you are ready to learn more about yourself and this beautiful dimension. So this card encourages us to remain learners. How lovely. Throughout history, dreamers have opened the door for positive change that reshapes the world. Our dreams and stories can also attract individual prosperity and success. Join creative artist Valerie June, Aisha Ophelia, Jacqueline Suskin, and Sarah Walco for The Power of Radical Imagination, a weekend workshop May 24th to 26th at Omega Institute in Rhinebeck, New York. Ignite your radical imagination and cultivate positive change. Learn more at eomega.org thrive. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. I would like to flip over and talk about our, here are messages from Sarai. Allie was generous enough to spend some time with me again, as she always does. And she created some beautiful questions for Sarai, and then I was able to channel the answers. 
I want to invite you to ask your questions of Sarai by sending them to my Gmail account, theangelcounselor at gmail.com, theangelcounselor at gmail.com. Any questions are great. Sarai has been wonderful about saying yes to all the questions or letting us know when they don't quite understand what our human brains are asking. So send them my way and we'll get them answered for you. Here's that message from Sarai. Hey, everybody. We are back with Allie. Hi, Allie. Hello. (laughs) And um, Sarai is ready to talk to us again today, which I'm really excited about. Me too, actually. Got some good questions, huh? Good questions. Kind of did some meditating beforehand to see if they had anything they wanted to talk about. So did you, were you able to contact them? Did you feel um, them? I felt them only... They only must like, love you because you're, they chose you to be the questioner. <laughs> I think it's just because I think of out-of-the-box questions, maybe. Yeah. Ones that people are a little like scared to ask, I guess. But, I love that. Yeah. So anyway, I interrupted you. So it's when fine. you were... Um, Meditating, did you feel them or? Um, I think so. So coming straight from work and like going home and trying to meditate is a little hard for me, right? Because I have to allow my body to relax and stuff. Mm-hmm. So it did take a few minutes. You know, I, I played with my little deck here, but nothing was really happening. So then I kind of just sat there in the quiet and then they just started coming. So I was like, all right. I did look up a few questions. But did you feel, what did you? What did you feel like? Like, is there an emotion attached to what you felt when they were around you? Maybe not an emotion, but a feeling of like tingle, like my body was tingling. Mm-hmm. Yeah, their frequency is so nice. It yeah. does make the body tingly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Kind of makes me feel airy. Yes, kind emotion. of floaty. Yeah. Yeah, I'm with you on that. When I'm done channeling Sarai, I get really hungry. Like, all of a sudden, really? I come back in my body and like, burger, huh. need burger now. Oh, wow. Yeah, isn't that weird? I never They can do that to me. I need to gain some weight, please. Seriously, (laughs) this is going into the light body. Is it? Yeah, because I never get hungry anymore. You don't either, do you? Um, No, not really, but, like, I've realized I can't eat red meat. Like, the second I take a bite of it, my body rejects it. Yeah. When did that happen? Um, It Actually, it's became very apparent, like, in the last month. Hmm. That's interesting. Like, I got a burger from freaking McDonald's, and I took uh-huh. one bite of it, and the second I I didn't even swallow what? it yet. Yeah. Took, but it was in my mouth, and then it was just like, no. Like, my stomach let me know. Like, nope, don't swallow this. Ugh. Of course, I didn't. But then, you know, I paid for it in the end. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't eat meat unless my body's hungry for it. Right. I used to be vegan, and that wasn't a good choice for me. See, I it was too I just, rigid. I just think I can't eat red meat because I can eat chicken just fine. Uh-huh. But what I've also been doing is kind of clearing it and saying before I eat it, like, this is not going to upset my stomach. I'm not going to get yes. sick from this. Yes. this well, and even you love. could say thank you for the, yeah, thank right. you for the nourishment that clears it. Yeah. That's what I've been doing is when I, my body needs some meat, I eat it without guilt, mm-hmm. but I clear it first. Thank you for the life that was given. Mm. Of course, try to buy it from a place that the animals were not harmed, but you can't control that if you go to a restaurant. You don't know where. But I'm hardly ever hungry, so trying to bring some of that back. I've noticed that I only have, like, one meal a day, if if that. Yeah. But, and then I just snack on, like, junk food, which I shouldn't, but. Allie. Yeah, I know, I know. We're trying. We're actually starting a new diet thing, so. You are. Yes. Well, it's going to be very hard for me. Very hard, because I am, like, a kid. I'm, like. I want ho-hos, Twinkies, <laughs> all of the things. Chocolate. Yeah. Oh, it's the sweet stuff that gets me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, mine's definitely chocolate and, like, 
off-the-wall hostess-type snacks. <laughs> Chemical snacks. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Not good for you. All right. Shall we do this thing? Yes. All right. Let me just get myself centered here. I feel ready. I'm ready to go. Awesome. Okay. So, um, can you give us any information about the green comet that is also known as C-2022 E3? Yes. In the upcoming time, there will be a comet that is visible to the human eye. And we wish to inform you that Though many people will wonder if there is ET activity in the comet, we wish to tell you that this is not the way we travel. We are vibrational frequency beings and we do not need the comet or the tail of the comet to arrive. That would be uncomfortable and not sustainable for our, I guess you call them vehicles, hmm. ships. And so we'd like you to know that we do not need a celestial event such as a comet to travel. We do so with vibrational frequency and thoughts of the mind. We also wish to say that we are looking to see the cosmic atmospheric effects of the comet because we are aware from the Galactic Council that there will be more events such as the Green Comet soon. Some are visible, some are not. Some would be visible but will not be articulated by your government. Can those comments make us sick physically? No, not at this time. Okay, my next question is, does the name Sarai have any connection to the different ET archetypes? such as S for Syrians, A for Andromedians, R for Reptilians, A for Anunnaki, I for Intelligence, etc. We like your line of thinking, and yet no. Our name Sarai reflects, to the best of our ability, how a collective name is spoken in one of the galactic realms. It is, in actuality, a name formed of symbols, clicking sounds, and something you might recognize that sounds like music. We chose to condense the frequency and the length of the full collective name into something short, Sarai. You might call it even a nickname. It does not have a translation that fits your earth. At this time, it is one that reflects something we understand and we hope allows an easy name that you can call us to build communication because we want to know you and we want to know each other to form a bond and kinship of love because we are here to help. And we know very well that our human counterpoints and human friends speak to each other in for, on first name basis and even nicknames when they know each other. And it is our hope to know you this well. And so we are Sarai. So is Sarai kind of like your birth chart name? As an example, I'll use myself. Allie is my, I, I'm going to say star name, my birth chart name. Um, it's because of the number 11 in numerology. It's a master number. Is that kind of what Sarai means? 
That is incorrect. Our name is a reflection of how it is spoken here. It is a complement or combination of several different music sounds, shapes, vibrational frequency messages and downloads that come from the various forms of the collective. And we have put those together and molded them into a nickname or word. And that word is Sarai. So I'm going to go back just one question when we were talking about um, the name and how you said that it, it can be symbols, music, clicking in the ear. If you are a person that hears that clicking in your ear, is that you kind of nudging at us that you're here? We are unaware of any human form that has heard our clicking in this way. We know that when we have visits with people in human form, those in the collective who communicate with each other through clicking sounds can be overheard by the human that is in the atmosphere. We do not know of any human who has heard clicking on their own as if picking up a signal from one of us in the collective. We, that is not known to us at this time. Okay. Is there a special mark on our physical body that can tell us if we're part of the extraterrestrials? Each time you form a body, and as Rachel will put it, incarnation, you have a fresh body. And it is more likely that the shapes you have on your body, birthmarks, have come into this current form because of energetic memory from the life that preceded it, such as a stab wound can become a birthmark. From Sarai Collective, there is not a universal mark on anyone that shows they are of the collective or part of the collective. However, if it is part of the agreement for the human that we are working with and visiting, we will provide what you call an implant, something put in the body without pain that allows us to communicate with the person, find the person, and when needed, that device can translate what we are saying into what the human is saying or the other vice versa. Okay. That's it for that one. Okay. Ah, how wonderful. Thanks again, Allie, for sitting with us and getting that recording done. So exciting to hear from Sarai. I feel so enlightened by them because I, I feel that now is the time for us to be able to speak to extraterrestrials without fear. And I can tell you that you know, I allow them in my body. They speak through me. There are times that something comes out of my voice and I think, where did that come from? I noticed listening to this recording, my voice almost sounds auto-tuned sometimes. Guys, that's not me. That is just crazy awesome. Well, anyway, thank you, Allie, and thank you, Sarai, for the beautiful information. And I would encourage all of you listening to talk to Sarai as well talk to the angelic realm. We're always connected because every, every being is created by God. We are all part of God. We are all one. There is no difference between you and someone else. Well, you know there are, but you know from a metaphysical, spiritual standpoint, we are all one. That means you have 
full authority, full safety, to talk to other beings, ask questions, call them in, close your eyes and say, I want to see you. Show me what you look like. This isn't reserved for someone like me. I'm no better. I'm just Rachel. I've said yes to it. And maybe that's the key. I've said yes to all this weird, wonderful stuff. Speaking of things I've said yes to lately, I got to tell you what's on my heart. This is the Saturday I go back to Albia, Iowa, where I grew up to share my story. I'm really stinking nervous about this, but I'm committed to the fact that it's going to be great. It's going to be everything it's supposed to be. But I'm nervous, you know, because being a psychic who sees all sorts of things, sometimes beings, sometimes angels, sometimes ghosts. You know, I was born this way. So from as long as I can remember, I've been able to see this stuff. And then that in a small town that's heavily Christian, that was kind of hard. When I got to elementary school, I started to realize, oh, not everybody's like me. And when you're the weird kid, you, you try not to be weird. You try to be as normal as possible. So throughout my think 20 years I grew up in Albia, I really manufactured a persona that was pretty normal as much as I could. I think people I grew up with would probably tell you I was still pretty weird, but I definitely did not talk about any of this spiritual stuff. Kept it pretty normal. So normal that I forgot. I forgot a lot of my gifts. It wasn't until I moved away from Albia that I felt emotionally safe enough to live authentically and be who I am. So when I grew up there, my parents bought the live theater in town and they remodeled it. They'd show movies every weekend and we'd have live theater come in. We'd do musicals. And when I graduated, they sold it to the community. Community still owns it. And as you may have noticed, those of you from small towns, it's hard to keep small businesses open. And so they're looking for ways to remodel the theater to get funds for that and frankly, just to pay operating expenses They're doing some cool fundraisers there, interesting, unique fundraisers. And one of them was to have a psychic come. So they contacted me and I said, you know, I grew up there, right? I literally grew up in the apartment above. Would you like me to come back and talk about that? So that's what I'm doing. I'm going back to share my story and then I'm going to do a gallery reading, which is a reading for the whole audience. I won't read for everybody, right? But everybody will be present and then I will get messages from the spirit world for them. So the fact that I'm grown... At least I think I'm grown. I still act like a kid most of the time. I'm grown and I'm going back to the place that I had to hide myself for so long. And I'm going back in full technicolor and full bravery to share my story. It's a little rattling, but I know it's healing. So this is my prayer. My prayer is that kids these days, including my kids, your kids, our grandkids, they don't have to hide who they are, whether that's being psychic or gay or whatever. Democrat, <laughs> whatever the heck that they they say, I am this. They don't have to hide it. We can be authentic. I think we're coming into a part of our reality where we can accept different as wonderful and not different as bad. There have certainly been posts about me coming and I've had people send me Bible verses and saying they're praying for my family. I think, well, thanks. We could always use the prayers, but you, me, me and God are pretty good at this point. So we'll see how it goes. I'm going to record it and then share it as one of my podcast episodes. So you'll get to hear how it went. Dun, dun, dun. Maybe next week I'll, I'll post that. Well, loves, thanks for spending time with me and hearing my heart and staying beautifully open to the messages from Sarai. This is a beautiful life and you, you are rocking it. I know you are. 
Keep up the hard work. Be gentle to yourself. Be kind. You are loved and I love you. We'll see you next time. You've been listening to Angel Talk with Rachel Corpus. To learn more or to contact Rachel, visit rachelcorpus.com. I'm Victoria Moran. Since we launched the Main Street Vegan podcast back in 2012, lots more people have discovered the way that moving in a vegan direction can infuse our lives with vitality, spirituality, and compassion. My guests are experts on every aspect of making this work in your real life and our real world. Join us for Main Street Vegan here on mindbodyspirit.fm.